Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I'm Alec Mappa, and I'm here to introduce the queen of showbiz, America's sister, and finalist on Star Search, Lonnie Luck. <laughs> hello, Alec. I am so excited to be talking to Sasha Kobe today. Oh, my oh goodness. My, I'm so excited. How are you? Well, it's been a very busy morning. I had to drive my husband to a colonoscopy. Oh. So that's fun. Uh, oh. You know, listen, if you're a certain age, you have to get your uh, your colonoscopy. Uh, they they uh, you have to drink this awful thing the night before. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, uh, anesthetize you and they put a camera up your booty and then they take pictures and then email them to you. It's fascinating. But you only have to do it once every 10 years. So yeah, that's once the every thing. 10 years. But definitely do it. So yeah, definitely do it. It's no joke. I got the results of mine several years ago and they found six Chilean miners and a uh, Thai soccer team. A little bit of trivia. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> this is where the fart sound usually comes in. <laughs> you are just a messy mess. Mess, mess, messy mess. I love it. I've been looking at your Instagram. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> getting all your jokes. So I'm getting ready for my European tour. Yes, I'm going to be touring oh, Europe. Okay. Where are you the most excited about going? Uh, Casablanca. Yes. <laughs> You're going to the continent of Africa. Yes. Have you ever been? Yes, I have. I have been to Africa many times. I've been to uh, South Africa, Ghana. So this is <sighs> the first time that I've been, and what is it, the tip? Yeah. So I've, this is the first time. So I'm excited about that. But I'm more excited to get back into my stand-up and making, yes. you know, doing full sets and writing new material and coming mm-hmm. up with new premises and stuff. So it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. So I, I will let you know when I get back in May how it turned out. Oh, we're so lucky to get to do what we do. Gratitude. <laughs> Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Gratitude all day yeah. long. So, but Squirrel Friends, we are always working for you, doing yes. something for RuPaul. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking to America's next drag superstar, Sasha Kobe. But right now, Squirrel Friends, it is time for 15 seconds to say. This is where Alec and I have 15 seconds to race and say all of our most important thoughts and takes on a topic given to us by our wonderful producers. Now that season 15 is done, we have a winner what do you want this season to be remembered for that is the question Alec you have 15 seconds ready set say I'm all about history so I want season 15 to be remembered for drag queens and trans women speaking up for themselves against all the hate and ignorance out there period end of subject 14 seconds you have gotten so good I know 14 seconds okay Okay. my turn here we go Ready, set, say. I want this season to be remembered as the season of inclusivity. I mean, we've always been inclusive on Drag Race, but we had a big queen, we had a African-American queen, we had Hawaiian and trans, and that is what drag is about, and we keep fighting for LGBTQ rights. Love it. Get it? You get it? Get it. Oh my God, we're getting so good at this. 
<laughs> now, squirrel friends, if you want us to say something about anything for 15 seconds, DM or message us your ideas at Alec Mappa on Instagram or at Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram and at Lonnie Love on Twitter. All right, squirrel friends, it is time to take a quick break, but when we get back, it will be time for the Sasha Kobe meet and greet. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Girlfriends, it's time. No punny intro or a clever quip can do her justice. She's an icon, mother goddess, and we're so happy to have her here. Please welcome the winner of season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race, America's Next Drag Superstar, Sasha Kobe! Mama! Hi, everyone. <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> welcome to Squirrel Friends. First of all, how does it feel to be America's drag superstar it feels right (laughs) (laughs) it feels right no uh it feels wild yeah Uh, i think it's taking a second to like release all settle in i also didn't look at my phone it was just so much oh really i kind of put my phone away Uh be present in like that night and I didn't really, I only talked to like the, you know, like very, very close friends at night. But then we had a great right. party here with like all my close friends that are here in New York. So it was just really, really great to just sit in the accomplishment. And the fact that like, for me, it's such a personal triumph that I set a goal for myself that I really am like, just like for me, glad I accomplished it. It was a job well done for myself. But then mm-hmm. then the impact of how many people have been so supportive and getting like all these reaction videos of everyone else reacting, like crying more than I did. And I was crying. Right. I was crying. Right. <laughs> but like they were crying more than I did. Like, like they won, which was so beautiful. Like yeah. whatever my vulnerability was allowed people to see themselves in me, which Mm-hmm. is is such a win for so many people like the API community politics yep. girls the trans community I mean extra was witnesses like the trauma list goes on so yeah <laughs> and the authenticity that you brought to this competition I think elevated it yeah. in such a way that hasn't happened in a way before Sasha Colby, before you arrived. And I'm sure you felt that in the audience. You know, you felt that, you know, the minute you walked out on stage, the thunderous applause. Talk about your experience on Drag Race. And uh, and if you can include in your answer, I know you are you have so many appointments today. Tell us your favorite memory. <laughs> experience, memory, go. Like when you first got the call that you knew you were going to be on and then you can move on. 
<laughs> when I got the call, I just got in. I mean, I'm in pageant mode. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay, we got to do this. Like, let's go. It was actually finally like, okay, let's go play mm-hmm. again. So me and my best friends, you know, we we conjured up all these things. We got the looks together. So it was just very, I was in action mode. And I understood, like, the gravitas behind my name and mm. the amount. I did not expect when I when we got announced how much, like, social media was going to go crazy for it. And before I even did anything, which then I'm like, how, like, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, she's a superstar writer. I'm like, well, actually, I was just like, we're going to hamburger marries. Like, like, <laughs> right, like, right. I mean, I'm like, you know, being a drag queen, working drag queen, like, it never came into an idea that I was this legend until... I guess it became like the social media like support of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of the Kobe mm-hmm. era. But I right. mean, I think my, mm-hmm. one of my favorite memories was really when we were doing Daytona Wins. And mm-hmm. that was one of the moments where we really got to work with Rue. One of the first yeah. since like the first episode where we do the mm-hmm. photo shoot. And just watching this lady playing like we're all dolls. And like, <laughs> like she's getting her nut off. <laughs> she's, getting her, like, she's getting her jollies taken care of before anyone. Right. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, yeah. no, 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 you do this. And then do it like that. And then mm-hmm. like, so she, it, it was her living her little kid fantasy. And yeah. it was like bringing me so much joy and realizing like, whoa, like this is where, I mean, we're all just playing dress up here. We're all playing like yeah. little kid dreams. And I mean, that's what we're mm-hmm. all doing in life. Right. Yeah, but you did it a different type of way, Sasha. I'm I, at the beginning, and Alex, yep. you you can back me up on this. We saw some of the queens; they were young queens, they were a little more inexperienced. And the thing that we said at the beginning of the episode for 15 was that experience is going to pay off. Thank you so much right, for not right. making us yeah, out like, to be liars. <laughs> I mean, if sugar and spice had sent you home, that would have been fucked up. <laughs> so okay i'm asian so i'm filipino so i believe in everything yes. i believe in vampires leprechauns <laughs> bigfoot you name it and when i saw you on stage right before the final lip sync i saw you close your mm-hmm. eyes i saw you go into the zone and then when you opened your yes. eyes you were gone Whoever you were, I was like watching somebody channel a spirit or something. Can you tell us about that? Am I making that up? Well, you know, honestly, when it when it gets really big, when it gets really like when I get in my humanness and be like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. like all nervous, that's when I honestly like sometimes I'll just be like, Dad, can you take over? Oh, my, niece, my niece Laku, because she was like a big uh, supporter of my drag and would come to shows, and we lost mm-hmm. her during um, uh, the pandemic. And it was like I gained some angels that could take it over for me. Like even when I did that J Lo I Heart music thing with with Jennifer Lopez, I was so nervous and I was like, "Oh, Haku, I know like this was your favorite artist. Like just do it for me." And I and just you know, you just kind of like don't make it about you. So you right, I love you that. Through it, you know. I was just saying that Lonnie and I both work as stand-up comics, yeah. and there's a feeling right before you go on stage, like this is going to happen no matter what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's an amount of surrender that yeah. has to happen right before that moment. And I saw it. It was it was just magical. I want to be a sponge and I want to go back to the competition. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like you had to actually be mother 
Because it just seems like you had so much wisdom. And it's like when everybody else was going one way, Sasha Kobe would go another way. And I'm specifically talking about like when we were talking about the material challenge and everybody was picking a certain. You said, well, I'm picking a goal because nobody else is picking it. It's like it was that type of wisdom. Did you feel like you had to be mother to some of the queens this season? I don't feel like I had to. I feel like it just comes out. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like Hawaii. It's this aloha spirit. It's Hawaii. Have. It's like this aloha-ness. You just like the first thing we always say to anybody when you meet them is like, oh, how are you? Did you eat? Oh, like it's, that's it's island people. Yeah. Like, and I think if anyone saw me on a global TV that from Hawaii, they would be like, oh, she's not aloha. So you have like, you know, I'm like, you, you, no, I, Hawaiian women are really tough. Oh, we are some tough ladies. My best friend is yeah. Brooke Lee, who was Miss Universe. <laughs> but she is. Miss She's Miss a tough bitch. Yeah. Don't, you don't fuck with her. <laughs> <laughs> you did that. Don't fuck with me thing. When you went, we're doing the senior challenge oh, yeah. for this thing. And it was cute that you guys tried to take, we're doing heavy metal. And it was cute that you guys tried to take over, but nice try. My question is here, and I'm sure many people are wondering, how many times did you have to practice that lip sync reveal where you pulled the spine out of your dress and it came apart? Like now I I want to get undressed that way. Like I want all my clothes to have like a chopstick in the middle that I pull out and everything just falls to the ground. Y'all, we made this whole look Mm-hmm. Based on if I make the top two, I mean, technically, you just like bring a cat suit because you know it's like a very if, like you're not gonna go and like do all this work. But I'm like heavy manifestation, and yeah. that's the old burlesque trick, the corset boning. That oh. And I actually saw it on online, and I was sitting on this thing for like since 2016. We were looking for yeah. a right moment to do it, and it just made sense to reveal. The, the thing was, for that number specifically, it was like, they never actually just saw, like, Sasha Colby at a brunch, drunk, naked. <laughs> like, 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 all my friends were like, you were so clothed all season. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, let me just be, like, myself and, like, do a brunch number. Like, just uh-huh. get naked, roll around on the floor, give you yeah. stuff, give you trans, girl. Right. But that thing was being stoned in shifts. My daughter, Godoy, who's on this last season of Next in Fashion. She's an amazing designer, but okay. she made the coat and the gown, uh-huh. had it stoned. People were coming in shifts, honey, that week. Wow. Mm. Week still. Yeah. So I didn't get that outfit until like the day of, the day before. <gasps> and this coat is like, you saw how huge their coat it was. was right? huge. Yeah, that puffer cut was It was massive. rolled up and it looked like three dead bodies in body bags. <laughs> long. It looked like a, like a, like long, like it made my snake tail look ridiculously right. small. It was so huge and I couldn't unwrap it. And it's taking up all this space behind stage. So we couldn't practice. I never tried that thing on. Wow. I couldn't try on the gown because there was no place to do this thing because then you have to take your time to put it back in. I did it before with the silver, like, boning or the silver rod, but we had painted it purple just a little to make it, like, disappear. So you could see that coming. Uh But then it made it a little sticky. Uh And I couldn't practice on it because, like, we had no time. You did that one and done. One and done, baby. Oh my God. Wow. You were touched by an angel, girl. I literally pulled that thing at the last minute. I'm like, I'm going to rip this thing to make this count, like to hit this like beat right here. Oh, and wow. I went, I literally went like that, went that. And then I turned my hand and went, 
Like yeah. it was just enough tension for the universe to say, "How bad do you want this?" <laughs> you wanted it, and you got right. a girlfriend. You know what? What? You got it. Can you talk to us real quickly about who is Sasha when you're not working? Just a regular day for Sasha. Oh yeah. well, like honestly, like I, I didn't go on social media. I didn't look at my phone at all on Friday, and then Saturday I woke up and I was like, I just want to do brunch. I just want to like go and walk around and like go thrifting and like have a nice Aperol and just relax and feel like, mm. feel it. And I'm like such a nerd and I'm like, listen to too many like historical podcasts. Like I love a good like royal mystery. Like I'm about yeah. it. Civilizations. I can watch a British documentary and it's like better than a heroin hit for me, you know? Wow. <laughs> That's a good thing, Sasha. <laughs> That's a good thing. I, I sometimes when I'm like, the, the the amount of love was a lot. So I had to put the phone down yes. and do something that has nothing to do with drag. Mm-hmm. I watched Succession, a few episodes, and I just like got right. lost in that. So I can just still feel like, I don't know, not get carried away. And then because as soon as you got right. carried away on these comments and do all the things, then you're like, you're going to find a bad one. And it's just going to ruin yeah. the day. So yeah. enjoy the journey. Yeah. And like, I do this for me. This isn't for yeah. like comments. Everyone should be so lucky to just see it. You yeah. know, and any of our art. So this is for me and it feeds me. Good. Yeah. You said something. Uh, I just want to piggyback on it real quick. You said the love was a lot. Because mm-hmm. we talk about this a lot on the show, how people handle the instant fame. Mm-hmm. This is a, a unique experience to the Rue Girls. Even if you're sent home first, mm-hmm. there's a global spotlight on you. So how did you handle it when it first happened? And how did you know it first happened? Well, while this was all going on, I mean, when we started touring, like the past few months while the show was airing, already the momentum, like mm. every venue is like, we are selling out. And mm. like, places <sighs> that we never have, like, like everywhere, every single place I've gone has been sold out or like they've added another show. Mm. The amount of love that comes at me is like wild, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful. I mean, I can't even imagine like huge, you know, like a Beyonce energy if I'm feeling this from like, you know, these nightclubs, but right. to feel that everyone can see themselves in my experience in some way so much that they're like, just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it could make one feel like they could be a bitch or an asshole or, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a diva, but it just makes me finally feel like seen. It makes me feel like, oh. it makes me feel like all the things that you get. I, I think for anyone to learn, because I learned that when I did Continental, like the thing that I was the most embarrassed about, which was like talking about my drug addiction when I was addicted to crystal meth. Oh, is that I wasn't embarrassed about it. I said, I talked about it in my question and answer on stage. Right. It's the time I won. And then all these messages started coming in of how I helped someone not want to do it that day. Mm. And someone's struggling in it, you know, and a lot of queer people, a lot of people I knew, a lot of drag queens I knew Uh just found so much hope in me sharing the story. And then I realized that's when it clicked that this vulnerability thing is something so powerful, Uh especially me creating like such a strong persona on stage. The vulnerability Uh is something you don't expect. But that's the thing that connects us all. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now with social media, people are always trying to present the most perfect, unvarnished version of themselves. And they're missing out on the richness of a real person. And you certainly brought that. You are bringing it. It shows that we must need it in our society, Mm -hmm. in our storytelling, Mm -hmm. in our our depictions of reality TV. Right. Mm -hmm. I think 
Oprah had a good thing when she was thinking about this a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, and I like this era of kind of just putting your trauma out there yeah. and bonding over it and not having it define you, mm-hmm. you know? But also mm-hmm. people are learning from it. And so in this yeah. era, what is next for Sasha Kobe? Ooh, um, an EGOT. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes. Manifest, <laughs> manifestation. Oh, EGOT. I worked great in, ten, in, in decades. So uh, <laughs> 18, I transitioned. Then at 28, I won Continental. Now 38 and 39, I won Drag Race. So by 48, all the letters. That's the right. A. All right. Yeah. You just said it out loud and that's like <laughs> casting a spell. I mean, when you get a blessing, you got to like get the next blessing going, right? That's, that's all right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all right. we want. Like, you know, we fulfill a desire, then we get a new one. Are you going to be a drag con? I am. I'll be a drag con. I'm so excited. Can't wait to see everyone. The official Sasha Colby meet and greet. Meet and greet. I'm so Filipino that I'm going to show up with Tupperware with Kalua <laughs> pork and Mac salad. <laughs> I as an offering. I hold you to this. Okay. <laughs> I'm not Where can kidding. folks find you on social media, Sasha? Oh, I was going to say on these streets. Uh, <laughs> on these streets. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. You don't know where you're going to find me, girl, because like, I am all over. Like people. I'm behind you right now. I was in Calgary <laughs> one time. I said, what are you doing here? And then I'm in like Boston. Like, what are you doing? Like, you never know where you might see me. I think that's the funnest part is like, where in the world? Sasha <laughs> yeah. But you can find me on Instagram, all social media under Sasha Colby because I got it in. <laughs> I got that name unlocked early. Yep, you <laughs> did. You yeah. did. The Sasha Colby meet and greet is now official. Thank you so much for a wonderful, wonderful. I mean, we just truly enjoyed watching you this whole season. Yeah, the whole season. You're magnificent. And I can't yeah. wait to see you at DragCon. And we all have something to learn from you. Your vulnerability made the entire world lean in mm-hmm. to your story. And your vulnerability is your strength, actually. Yeah. Your yeah, vulnerability yeah. is your card to like unlock your strength. It really is. Absolutely. We love you. I'll see you at DragCon. I'll be there with Tupperware. <laughs> Thank you, Sasha Thank you. The line starts on the left. (laughs) John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Lonnie, I love doing this podcast. I really do. This is like, I have so much fun uh, just talking about the queens and meeting the queens and talking about drag and why we love it. What do you enjoy most about it? Well, I love that we give the behind the scenes, the true behind the scenes feel of this show. And, um, you know, I just want to thank all of our squirrel friends out there for listening, for supporting us. Because when we say we want people to be positive, we we want it to be uplifting, we want it to be funny. That's Mm -hmm. what we try to do on this podcast. It's not about 
you know, this is a competition, but it should be a friendly competition. It shouldn't, right. you know, be like, you know, okay, we're done with the season. Now everyone feels bad. We want everybody mm-hmm. to be celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's why I really like doing this type of podcast. And we hope that the Squirrel Friends understand and know that that is the purpose of this podcast is to be mm-hmm. positive and to show celebration. But also, you know what, Alec, we have talked about, especially during this season, some really serious things is, yep. that are happening in our country and it's not just saying oh you know fuck these people no we're telling you look this is what you need to do to help us mm-hmm. so that we can abolish these crazy laws and policies but also make people more aware and become allies to the LGBTQ plus community that's why I like doing this podcast yeah, and you're yeah. not bad you know yeah. your stuff sometimes <laughs> I mean, just, you might repeat a story every now and then but <laughs> Listen, I'm an older, more mature woman, so if I start to slip, that's why. Um, You know, in the meantime, we're going to take a break because season 15 is over. Yeah. Um, We're going to take a little break. So in the meantime, we're not leaving you high and dry. Lonnie and I would never do that. You can go back and listen to episodes you missed. We have some great ones. We've been, I don't even know how many episodes we've done, Lonnie. Like if you wanted to binge, you could do this for a couple days. We recapped All Star 7, Secret Celebrity Drag Race, and interviewed fan favorite queens like Raja. Mm-hmm. Jada Essence Hall and Danny Beard. So lots of content to download. Definitely. And thank you again to all the listeners. You know, be nice on social media to the queens. There's still, like, especially at the end of each season, there are going to be some queens that have hard feelings. Mm-hmm. And because it's a competition. And the thing that we always emphasize, especially, you know, Alec and I, we try to say, you guys are all winners. Yes. There is someone that's crowned, but they're always, always winners. And we want our squirrel friends that listen to us to remind the queens that when you see people kind of taking it hard, you know, kind of support them. Give them some light. Give them some love because that is what keeps us all kind of grounded. So Mm -hmm. please show all of the queens on social media love and show Alex some love. Alex, my followers went up. What uh-huh. I, on Instagram? I'm That's almost at two million. You it went already up. have a zillion. <laughs> it went up a hundred thousand. So thank you, Squirrel Friends. I I got up to a hundred thousand more followers, and that's because of my Squirrel Friends. You can follow me at <laughs> Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram, at Lonnie Love on Twitter. Alec, please follow him. He's on Instagram at Alec Mappa, and he's so funny on Instagram. You guys are gonna love him. So. I'm a gratitude. I'm going to express gratitude. My followers went up too. I am at a staggering 37,000 followers. You better go ahead, 37. You can listen to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us five stars, please. And tell a friend. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.